0: welcome to the be your own health hero podcast i'm your host joe martinez this show is for everyone who wants to better navigate their health and wellness journey you'll get tips resources advice and maybe a funny story or two So put on your capes and hold on to your hats, because we're going to talk about it. Welcome back. I'm sure you've all seen some varied workouts and have thought, what a tough workout. I don't think I can ever do that. People sweating heavily, lifting weights, completing sets to exhaustion, and falling out in a heavy breathing heap with a heavy trainer congratulating them on a set well done. Conversely, you may have seen one that makes you think, ooh, that looks like fun. Well, picture it a massive nightclub, flashing lights, wall to wall people waving flags, all dressed in comfy sneakers and workout clothes. Everyone sweating up a storm while the DJ is pumping major soca vibes through massive speakers. On the stage, there are folks who look like rock stars leading the crowd from one side to the other, building the energy to a frenzy. Nope, it's not a rave or a Zumba commercial. It's a Wattless sweat bed. And my guest today happily leads both types of classes. With a strong belief that health is wealth, Devon is a personal trainer whose passion for health and fitness began early in life. In 2009, he decided to start a dynamic exercise system that teaches individuals how to make good nutrition and exercise a part of their everyday routines in order to achieve their goals creator of losing tone fitness and the Wattless sweat bet fitness parties he's made a vow to educate our community on the best ways to help us live longer healthier lives his classes are as energetic and as fun as he is so please help me welcome mr plant-based poppy himself devon livingston
1: Thank you so much. I love that introduction. Thank
0: you. Welcome. (laughs) I try to write good introductions for my people. How you doing today?
1: I'm excellent. How are you?
0: I'm good. Can't complain because nobody else. I'm excited.
1: (laughs) I'm excited to be here. I'm
0: glad you're here. Now, even though I've given the audience a bio for you, please tell them about your journey, where you are now, and what motivated you to help the community in this way.
1: Yeah. So my name is Devon Livingston. I'm a 15 year master trainer. I call myself a coach. So I retired from training three years ago. Okay. So now what I do is coach. Trainers change people. Coaches change people. You know what I'm saying? Trainers work for the zoo. Coaches work for people. Okay. So okay. that's how I like to look at it. <laughs> um, And I'm just a motivated by a trait. Um, I'm a family person, very family-oriented. And this whole journey of mine started just by wanting to be help my community, help my family. Um, my mom had her heaviest weight was 324 pounds, wow. and I see, saw her like go through trials of just not feeling the, her best mentally because of her weight, and then also physically, mm-hmm. um, and then seeing also family members succumb to different lifestyle changes and different choices that they've made, whether it be alcoholism, um, type 2 diabetes, um, high cholesterol, hypertension, things like that. So just seeing that happen and myself being an athlete, I just wanted to make some type of change, and that's how my business started. Oh. um. So yeah, that's more or less it. in a nutshell, and I'm sure we're gonna get to, of to all of this in more in depth.
0: Of course, because I have met Devon through the fitness world, and we used to run around and go to t- conferences together and chase people around. But his Watless Sweat Fest, AKA the Coachella of fitness, is the real deal, people. It started right. um, in Queens, which is where yes. you're based, and it has gone w- actually uh, into the Caribbean. It's gone across the country so yep. let's talk about where the idea for sweat fit came from and who is it for who's the target audience for Watless Sweat Fit?
1: so the target audience is for anyone you know anyone that wants to work out um we try to make fun make sweat fun we try to make fitness fun um it's definitely geared towards the african-american diaspora but it can go for anyone anyone that wants to move their body uh I, we just saw this as a way to create a fun workout, to create an environment where other people just like yourself who want to work out, whether you're a beginner or an advanced person, this is a great workout for anybody. So, um, yeah, we really started off uh, about six or seven years ago. It's been like seven years now. I lose, I lose track of the time. Right. And, um, you know, with the classes, each instructor bringing their own vibe to the to the workout. And bringing their own, you know, people there to the workouts and stuff like that to make it to make it more fun and enthusiastic. Um, that's really what it, what it's all about. It's about building community, just like how uh, I wanted to do that same thing for my community and just bring them health and wellness, but in a fun way, um, because let's face it, most people. Most people know they should be working out, but they don't know how to work out, right? They don't know what resource they need to go to or who to turn to because they just don't have the information. So this is just a way to kind of funnel people into working out and also get them get them healthy and get them fit uh, just one step at a time.
0: It sounds amazing. I've been to these, and ladies and gentlemen, I went to one all the way in Queens. I live in Brooklyn, so yes, Queens is a trek for me. <laughs> and Devon makes fun every time I say, I go... All the way to Queens. But if you can imagine a nightclub that is taken over by, uh, people who are dressed comfortably, there's in the back, they have like good fitness sacks. They have, um, shakes. They have people who are within the community, bringing their health and wellness products to the audience. And on stage, you have a variety of master trainers who are leading you into this like three or four hour workout. So if you've been to a day party or if you've been to something that is like that kind of casual fun, just add a fitness element to it and you've got a wattless sweat bet. So a lot of us here who are Caribbeans that like like to celebrate right before Labor Day, we get all of that stuff going on, or people who are getting ready to go to carnival and they kick off the season, this is, this is the place for you. It's definitely something you should do. You know. Now, you guys are going to Dallas, I think coming up soon right where are you guys? soon yes yeah where have you guys been and where are you guys
1: going so we're actually going I'm just gonna take this out because it's fine <laughs> feedback but um so we've we've been in DC we've been to Texas we've been to Houston and and uh also Dallas um we've been to Miami we've done we've done Barbados once um yeah we definitely we've we're going to we're going to Jersey in May um there are talks of us doing possibly uber soca crew so we're, we're trying to finalize those plans but, um, I mean, really, we can, we can take this and go anywhere. But this, you know, we started, our base is in New York. Um, we want we keep this as our hub because there's so many different avenues, so many different people to reach. And I think the biggest thing is, more importantly than just going to all these places, is bringing it to, again, people who need it. So there's different instructors that we all, that, that we reach out to that come on board, whether they're an ambassador and bring their clientele out, or they're actually on stage with us. Um, we we've done like a all female lineup oh, yeah. uh, for one year for for uh, breast cancer awareness oh, nice. uh, month in October. So you know it's it's really about getting the message out to everyone. Getting and 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 then also bringing bringing different fitness styles to everyone. So my style might not be for everyone. Uh, another instructor style might be for everyone. But this way we can just show we can showcase other fitness styles as well. So that so that you know ultimately the ultimate goal is that. This is how we this is how we pull you in but once you find something that you like that you ultimately stick with it.
0: Right. And this is what we always talk about is like if you don't like what you're doing for exercise, you're not going to commit to it. So this is a great right. way to introduce people into different various types of group fitness and then letting them know where they can find these instructors and how they can funnel their way into a more regular workout routine. So we've been you've been all over the socials talking about fit is the new rich. And ladies and gentlemen, you can't see it, but he's wearing the t-shirt that says <laughs> fit is the new rich. I want one. All right. Please tell me how you came about this catch, coming to this catchphrase and what it means to you. And also, how do you uh, better encourage that out of your clients to get to that fit is the new rich mentality?
1: Gotcha. So, I mean, we've all heard the term health is wealth. Like we hear that all the time. We know that, right? We can't do anything without our health. So um, I just wanted to, first, I, I just had this idea of like, these things just hit me sometimes. I'm like, fit is the new rich. I feel like it's a lot more catchy. Yes. People want to be fit. I'm sure everyone wants to be rich. I don't know anyone that does not want to be rich. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but, you know, when we think about it a little deeper and, and further than just a surface level, yes, health is wealth. And we can't do anything with our health. But the word fitness, the actual word fitness, means to be able to endure. So you have physical fitness, you have mental fitness, you have emotional fitness, you have a financial fitness, right? Mm-hmm. And it's through those process, it's through that process of being able to endure what life throws at you that you can use those lessons now that you learn to get through any process or to achieve any goal that you may have, right? And ultimately, like just like being monetarily rich or monetarily wealthy we can now, we can now, you can afford to have those things that you want to have. So when I look at fitness, it's not just about, it's not just about the physical, right? It's not just about the muscles moving, but it's a mental transformation that's happening. And as you, and as you go through life with that same type of, that same type of thought process, there's nothing that you can't obtain with those new riches that you've just learned through that process, right? um, you know, to, to get in your life. So Fit is enrich uh for me or for my clients what I hope that they what I hope that they get out of this is that this process, whether it be whether they're coming in for for weight loss or they're coming in for the health, it's to really understand like hey i've I pushed through something that I thought was difficult mm. I pushed through this difficult time, and now I can apply that to other areas of my life and how you do anything is how you do everything you know so I believe in that um so this is just another way that I feel fitness is a, is a conduit to really achieve other areas that you may find barriers or like obstacles in your life. So, and, uh, yeah, so that's pretty,
0: that is, that's that's dope. It's the same concept of being, doing, and having, right. And when they talk about, we, we've seen these seminars where they talk about people who are multimillionaires. And if you want to be like them, you have to be, do, and have the things that they have. And it's, It's not about their monetary wealth or in this aspect, it's not about their fitness. It's being in the right mindset, doing the things that healthy people do so that you end up having that healthy lifestyle. So you got to kind of put yourself in the situation to be with other people who are of the similar mindset, right? And that brings me to the question about group fitness classes and men in fitness. So Mm. I definitely you know, working in the business, I teach group fitness classes that are predominantly women. Right. And as as a man in the industry, we always know we can see those testosterone laden spaces where guys are picking things up and putting them down. But I really want to talk about men's fitness and men's wellness, because that's not something that comes to the forefront a lot in in the conversations that we have. We're going to see a lot of these social media trends and that are geared and And targeted towards women, but how do you um, kind of outreach? What are some of the things that you do to help reach to our brothers in the community? Because we know the statistics, we know what affects them, but we are not really prevalent to the conversations that you guys have. So, what are the what are the serious conversations that you guys have about their issues? How do you identify those, and how do you bring them in? Because you teach a class that's good for everybody. But not everybody goes to classes. so let's, right absolutely. Let's, let's let's talk about that dynamic.
1: um i think I think the first thing and and you're right, there's a huge disparity amongst uh, who goes to who who reaches out first for fitness or fitness helps um and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. And then out of those numbers, it's like how many how many other people go with like how many men specifically? go like undiagnosed with certain things who who, right. who don't even go to the doctor. So like, that's a, that's a totally different conversation. Yeah, a lot. But one of the things that I try to do, um, and I, I do train, I do train men, not nearly as many, I don't nearly have as many male clients as I do female clients. But what, what I find is that when you have a strong, like a, a strong family unit, right. So even if I do have a female client, um, who comes in and, has maybe a husband or a boyfriend and things like that, you know, when, when they are on top of their workouts, when they are, when they are seriously committed, it pulls that other person to either make changes to the nutrition or seek help like with a trainer or something like that. And then they become clients as well. I think one of the things that I've been really good with as far as social media goes, like you, like you spoke about it is um, just creating like a safe space or just having conversations or just, Posting things that were thought provoking for men to think about, like, mm. like I put up a post uh, one time where it was like, um, I'm I'm playing two characters and I'm like, hey, hey Devon, it's me, see- it's me seeing myself as another person. I'm like, hey Devon, uh, I really got to get my wife to train with you. And I'm like, guys, we got to stop doing that. So yeah. I think it's it's one of the ways I try to get through to people is doing it through comedy, right? Like like these little skits right. that I have. I love I love to make poke fun at certain things, but it's real life. Um, so creating safe space for men to kind of talk about this, these, these things, um, and then also not, not judging, right? Mm. I think, I think there's a lot of information out there. Um, I think that there's a lot of information. I think that a lot of men want to get this information, but they may feel for whatever reason, I mean, that's everyone's own individual, individual, like themselves speaking or whatever, but. I think that each individual person, um, once they find a safe space or find someone that kind of speaks their language, then it makes it easier for them to come in and want to join and things like that. So um, one of the ways, like I said, try to try to do that via social media or even having my own clients say, hey, if you're if a man in your life, like whether it's a spouse or a brother or uncle or, 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 or dad, uh, you know, if they if they want to work out, bring them in, bring them in for a trial session. Bring them in, bring them with you. And ultimately, you know, you're gonna need that support from them to help you get through your goals anyway. So I think creating safe spaces, I think also creating uh workouts and conversations around those things. So I actually have something coming up called the deadlift party. We haven't we haven't uh decided okay. yet of what date we're gonna be. More than likely it's gonna be in the spring, maybe March or late February. Okay. Um, but you know, workouts like that, because you know. I don't, I I think that majority of, of men do like to do strength training. And like, yeah. there's a stigma around group classes that it's only for women. Right. right. Like I don't want to be, I don't want to be in a class full of a bunch of women like dancing around. Right. right? It so I'm um, like, all right, well. It began with the whole Jack LaLanne and, and,
0: and, uh, Jane Fonda workouts. Right. Yeah. Right. Where right. They right. Thought, and then they saw Richard Simmons and do were like, no, which,
1: <laughs> which are very good workouts, which yeah. are very intense. Like if you allow yourself to get in it. You know, so again, it's about meeting people where they are. So it's like, all right, we, you don't want to do those type of workouts that really may benefit you anyway. But okay, let's let's lift some weights then. Let's let's have like yeah. this deadlift party. So um I'll be posting more about that as well. But you know, I think I think ultimately, no matter who you are, so if someone's listening to this right now, and you have a spouse or a, a, man, a male figure in your life that may need may need this definitely one, share this information with them. Um two, don't judge. Um and three. Bring them, bring them into your workouts, like invite them, you know? So I think, I think once you ask enough, you're persistent enough, yeah. they'll, they'll come, they'll, they'll come on board as well.
0: It's really difficult because guys, I know that like guys in my family can be reluctant to kind of join into things. And me as an athlete, they think when I say, oh, let's go work out, or I want to take you to this thing that I'm going to take them to some DECA level or triathlon level stuff and i'm like no 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 it's it's a lot easier than that it's going to push you but it's not that crazy so they kind of have that fear that they don't want to look bad in front of me right right <laughs> so it's difficult like for me to find someone to that they would trust or somewhere that they would trust without like actually showing them okay this is what it is so sometimes i do that sometimes i'll be like hey have you seen this workout maybe you could do this like my husband loves he's just like me he loves working out at home Because why are we going to go to a gym, you know, but I think that we need that professional influence, someone that is that coach to be able to say, hey, listen, tweak this, do this thing instead of that thing, because we can get up and do any P90X or any videos that we've seen, but we need someone in our lives that knows exactly what we're eating, what we're doing, how much we're lifting, how many days we're working out to be able to make those tweaks and changes for us to see the difference. So I definitely advocate you guys out there that are listening, get a coach, see what it's like, try it out because you're going to definitely reap a lot of the benefits.
1: Absolutely. Um, And if, and if you don't get a coach, like get around some friends or uh, find an accountability partner or to like some friends, coworkers, family members. Like if you find somebody that, that you like, Hey, I see, I can see that this person works out. Just ask, just ask the question. Right. You know, I mean it goes it goes deeper beyond like the the actual workout itself. Mm-hmm. And I think it's sometimes like the male ego and like oh, okay, I don't want to ask for help. We sometimes I'm gonna put my, I'm gonna be transparent. Sometimes we can be like that. But um I think very that, much so. I'm sorry,
0: <laughs> very much so. Oh, you guys, <laughs> you know, so it's it's the
1: male ego a little bit, but um, I mean, but you know, just like anything else, if there's anything that you want to do that you may not know how to do it's like seek the person out who is at the level you aspire to be at you know maybe it's maybe maybe it's not the ultimate goal that you have maybe it's like level 1 or level 2 above where you are right now but start there and then slowly but surely you start to build up more and more
0: yeah it takes it takes a village i promise you
1: absolutely absolutely
0: <laughs> so i want to ask you a couple of fun questions um, yep. what is a fitness myth that you've heard often but that you want to eradicate forever
1: what is a fitness myth that yes. i want to eradicate for, that i've heard i want to eradicate forever the fitness myth that waist trainers burn fat <laughs>
0: <laughs> you about just go to make all of social media mad at you <laughs>
1: Yeah, I know it's all good. It's all good. No, so there's a time and place for everything, and I and I think let me let me just say this before we get into like all these fun ones, right? I gotta get I gotta get serious, and okay, then we'll go okay. go fun, right? I think that for most, not think most of the information that's portrayed or put out across the internet, wherever across different platforms, most of the information only pertains to about ten percent of that specific population. So let me give you an example. So like eating your protein within 30 minutes after your workout. For that. most people who are just starting out for the first time, it really is not going to matter if you have your, your protein an hour before or later, like you just got to get started. Right. So the same thing goes with like supplementation. It's like, well, I need to be having, it's like, no, you, you really don't need to have that. You're not at that level yet for the, and for the majority of people, um, out of the thousands of clients that I've trained, there's a handful of people that really needed to be on top of like supplementation and BCAs and really, you know, the different like fitness gear, specifically like waist trainers that, that could really help them. So most people need to get to a point where they're just sustaining first, or they just need to get in the rhythm and get in the flow. Like
0: losing weight is still
1: like the number one New Year's resolution across the board. Like one of the top that save money, you know, you know, if, if it, if it, if it wasn't, so widely, if so many people didn't need to do it, then it wouldn't be like the top, right? Right. So you just got to get started at some place. Um, so that goes to these myths where it's like the waist is like if you wear a waist trainer, you're going to lose, you're going to burn body fat. No, you're not. It's going to probably, it's going to help you to heat your body up. You'll sweat a little bit more, but once you get hydrated, you know, you're going to, you're going to put the water weight back on. Now, can that work for someone that's already very, very lean? Possibly. I think more than anything, it helps you brace your core and do things like that. But you know, so the whole the waist trainer myth, uh, that one definitely is that one. And then my my newest one, which you all, which I'll be speaking about a whole lot on social media these next few months, is um, that it takes so long to lose weight. Hmm. Weight loss is rapidly faster than weight, weight weight gain.
0: Now, see, as a person who exercises often, and I'm I'm reaching a certain age with a certain hormonal level where things feel like it's opposite day. I I think that I've hit a level of a plateau. So it feels harder to lose the weight and easier to put it on than to take it off. So how would you advise if someone feels like they've hit that plateau? Like they are exercising, they're eating pretty good. They really don't drink unless it's social occasions or weekends. Like what would you say to some of us who are already fans of exercise and have that habit? What's your advice?
1: So I, I mean, I would definitely recommend. I can't speak for everyone, um, but again, I can only speak from experience. The majority of clients who I see, who come to me, and they're they're like, "Oh, I've tried everything." <laughs> Most people overestimate how much movement they do and underestimate how much eating they do. You know, and I'm not saying that there aren't different, uh, you know, hypothyroidism or right. or like you like you mentioned um, either genetics or even like hitting a certain age. And now my and now my hormones are changing. So I think those are, those are definitely special cases. And, and someone like, like that would probably need to see a specialist or might need to get on a medication or or supplementation for that specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, the majority of people, um, what I would say to that question that you just asked is that most people need to first get the, you need. To, you should find a coach. You should find a trainer, a nutritionist, a dietitian, like because you have not uh, exhausted all, all of your options, options you know? Right. So if you're not a mechanic, right? I'm not a mechanic. If something was wrong with my car, I wouldn't just rule it as, oh, it needs gas. Okay, the gas did not work. The, me filling up the gas, it didn't work. Take it into a specialist, right. you know? And I think that for most people, they feel like, you know, they've, again, they've exhausted all options. I'm just speaking from experience, but you need to see someone. Yeah. It, again, it goes back to it goes back to the help. It's like you you can't you can't figure it out on you. You're not going to be able to figure it all out on your own. Right. And I think, um, and, and not to get to, not to take this to a spiritual standpoint, but there's a level of interdependency that we all need it, at at some point. No no man or woman is an island. Right. So you're gonna need a coach. You're gonna need help in some way, shape, or form with something in your life. Yeah. So if you feel like you've reached, that's what I would say. If you feel like you've exhausted all options, you've tried everything. Then you're the prime candidate to find a coach, trainer, nutritionist, dietitian. Follow up with your doctor, endocrinologist. Like, then you need to find. Then this is the this is when you should really reach out to a trainer, a coach, or one of those specialists that I said right. um, specifically.
0: I had a conversation with a friend of mine who's a doctor, and she and I discussed building a team, and it definitely leads to that conversation where you have to invest. And that's the whole point of this podcast is being your own health hero is being the captain of your team, putting on the cape to save yourself. So I think that is one of the more important elements. It's not just getting started, but also crafting it in a way that brings you towards your goal. So you got your doctor and you've done your blood work and you know what your starting point is. And that's exactly where everybody should be. And then from there, recognizing that you can't do this alone. You are going to need to see some specialists. So a health coach, a, you know, training coach, someone who is going to monitor your nutrition, a registered dietitian, something, but putting those people in place so that you are not leading yourself to failure. You're setting yourself up for that new rich lifestyle that you want. So yeah, Uh,
1: another thing I would also say is that at, and I'm experiencing this as well. My wife is now eight months pre- eight months pregnant. Congratulations. So, you know, we are, yeah, thank you, thank you. We're having our, our first child. And, um, you know, when I was single and I was a trainer, I was probably working out six days a week, sometimes doing two days. Now that, um, I don't know if you hear him in the back, but I have a puppy. He, I have an eight-month-old puppy. Um, you just My wife is pregnant. I have a wife. Here. Yeah. You know, I'm running a business. Um, so for me, what what my new level of activity may be is only maybe 4 45 minute workouts a day mm-hmm. and i'm not doing the two a days three days out the week and working out for an hour or an hour and a half another three days a week you know what i'm saying so yeah. i think that certain levels of our lives again being your own health hero what that looks like is sometimes we need to shift what the goal looks like or shift what our ideals of what our body should move should should um should be, you okay. know, ultimately, ultimately the different times in our lives, we're going to be called to do certain things. So when, when I could six days a week was like, was awesome for me. I felt great. You know, I, I could make those many hours. I didn't feel burnt out. I had much less responsibilities. Now that I have more responsibilities three days a week, if I get in the gym three days a week, that's a win for me. Right. You right. know, before when I had more time three days a week was like, okay, what are you doing? Right, <laughs> right. It's not enough. So I think that in every, in every moment of our lives, again, being our own health heroes is understanding what's realistic for us. Mm. You know, and sometimes I have a very good friend who's a mental health counselor. So I know we said dietitian, we said fitness trainer. Sometimes I believe I'm a huge mental health advocate, yes. you know, so therapy works. Absolutely. Talking to someone works because sometimes you just need that mirror to be put up and for someone to say, Hey, well, you've tried doing five or six days a week. Have you tried three or four days a week? No, you know what? I never thought about it like that. Right. You know, you're at a different point or stage in your life where you don't have the same type of time. Maybe you don't, maybe you really don't have the time. You know, you see all these Instagram posts like, Oh, if you don't make the time, you know, y- y- you can make the time. But if you really don't have the time, if you feel like you don't, then we just need to adjust our goals a little bit. Right. And I think, and I think that is, that's a way of extending yourself grace
0: Yes, I... and
1: understanding that and yeah. understanding that you won't, you won't always be here, yeah. right? 100% of your capacity, 100% of your capacity when you had more, less responsibilities was here. Mm-hmm. But now we're, now our capacity, A capacity is here. So at, you know, how well in your capacity are you working with? I think right. that's a better question. Like yeah.
0: Yeah. How,
1: to, you- how well is the time that you have being utilized when you had 40 extra hours a week? You know, how much of it were you using right. now that you only have 10 extra hours a week, how well are you utilizing that? Right. So extend yourself some grace, I would say. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the goals need to change a bit, yeah. you know, and, and work. And I tell people this all the time. You're like, well, where do I get started? I'm like, or, or or you know, I don't have the resources. I don't have the tools. I don't have a gym membership. I don't have a lot of money to get started. Do what you can with what you have right now. That's what I was saying. Do yeah. what you can with what you have, but right now.
0: right. Don't right. put it
1: off for, for later, next week next year. You don't need a new year. Right. So do what you can with what you, with what you have right now.
0: Start where you are and reassess often.
1: Right? That's it.
0: I love it. I think that's a fantastic idea. And I love to give yourself grace. I, that's one of my first tenants. I said that in my episode one. Um, so uh, congratulations on the baby. Your, your capacity is going to definitely change <laughs> because ladies right. and gentlemen, if you see his Instagram, his wife has been working out so this baby's gonna come out bouncing just like he is. Yep, yep, yep. So yep, you're gonna yep. have your hands full. Do you guys uh know what you're having yet? Or do you wanna stay or or are you keeping that? Stay, I'm sorry. Do you guys know what you're having yet? Or No, we're gonna wait.
1: Seat? We're waiting. We're waiting for it to be a surprise. That's we're waiting for it to be awesome. a, for it to be a surprise. You know, and, and you know, so just just like that. We're on the same page as what, you know, uh, you know, the type of lifestyle we wanna have even after this baby's here. So we're just doing as much I know you can never be ready for something that you've never done before, but we're just trying to prepare and set up those schedules and things like that from now so that this way, okay, if there are some changes that need to be made and our capacity does change, it's like, okay, this is still the goal. Like getting active is still important for us. So if that means I got to take the baby for you to go to the gym, I'm fine with that. If you got to take the baby for me to go to the gym, because, because our, 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 our ideas, our our ideals are in alignment, you know? So we want that when I, when our child gets old enough, You know, we will probably raise our child as, as eating plant-based and things like that. So, you know, all of these things are just preparation, Right. you know, so whether someone has children or not, it's like, okay, what is the, again, you got to be that person, right? What is the idea ideal that you have for yourself? You know, you got to prepare and, and set up and like, okay, what does it look like to be, to be active and to be a fit person? Well, it looks like preparation. Yes. You know plan, looks plan, like having the plan. meals prepped and the meals ready and things like that, so you know I mean I'm sure it's easier said than done, but let's get in get into the headspace for now
0: right start doing the active things that lead you to having the life you want right there you go you gotta be in that mindset and do these things to be able to have what you're looking for. I love it I completely one hundred percent agree um so what are some of the favorite fitness practices you like to partake in? I mean, other than lifting weights, picking them up, and putting them down, what are things that you like to do for your own? Um,
1: I I definitely love mobility work. I love I love flexibility. I I don't get to as many yoga classes that that um that that I should. Um, I definitely love that. Um, I actually, as of lately, I'm really into I'm I'm really into um I don't know if this is like really a fitness practice, but like just going outside for a walk.
0: <laughs> your dog helps with that. <laughs> yeah, you know, and
1: it helps to like kind of relieve stress and relieve your, you know, uh, just kind of clear your thoughts and your mind and stuff like that. Um, getting outside in, in, in sunlight and really like connecting with that. If it was my choice, I would live in some place with warm climate all year long. So you know what I'm saying. So I'd be outside anyway. So it's like, but I mean, since that's not the case, right? as of yet, right, right, right. I'm gonna still get outside you know, that's um, good. like I said, we have a, we have a, we have a, we have a puppy now. We have a mini poodle. His name is dash. So we go outside for walks now. And it's like, when you think about it, it's like, so, I start my day some days at like four 30, 5.00 AM, you know, that's the time I wake up. Um, and I have to be out the house and at the gym by five 30, maybe six o'clock. And there's those times I'm like, Oh man, I really don't want to get outside for a walk and walk and walk our pet, which I have to. And then you finally get yourself out, out there. And it's like, it's so calm. It's so peaceful. You know, such a nice day.
0: It's gratifying because you feel you know? good. You feel good doing it. I right. And, and
1: during, and during those times, like, I'm like, okay, whenever, one of the practices I do, cause he's, I mean, he's super active. So one of the practices that I do, and this, this is another practice, but when, when I go for walks with him, I'm present. I don't bring my phone. Ah. So we have yeah, my phone. So I'm never like on the phone because sometimes he's pulling extra. But so that so that part of it is, too, because now I'm like, OK, I'm focused on him. I'm focused on actually being outside. And I'm like, Oh, wow. Some birds are flying past. It's a nice day. Even if it's cold, I'm like the sun is shining. so it just it just feels good. And, you know, just to have such a busy day and, and clients to worry about and so many things going on. It just feels good to have that 10 or 15 minutes of just like. Peace, tranquility, silence.
0: That's the practice of mindfulness, right? Mindfulness. Absolutely. Being present in the present moment and enjoying whatever it is that you're doing. I do it with swimming. I don't have any electronics. I can't carry anything with me. I just have to focus on not drowning. But (laughs) (laughs) but I I like last week I swam a mile and it was some of the best time I spent with myself because I didn't have to think about anything other than enjoying being in that space and doing that thing. So mindfulness is very important. And a yeah. therapist can help you, you know, a therapist and a coach can help teach you about trying to put that away. We're so addicted. We are a hustle nation. We are addicted to the the phones and the next thing that we have to do and all of the stress and the to-do lists and the hustle and bustle, sometimes even commuting, which yep. that has been disrupted a lot with, with the pandemic, but Getting back into it now that things are starting to return to somewhat normal, I think we have to be the disruptors. We were so accustomed to the hustle and bustle of getting on the train and getting to the next place and doing the next thing. It wasn't until taking this time and working from home that I realized, oh, that's not normal. That's not good. That's entirely too much. So I practice mindfulness a lot more and am adjusting to... These unhealthier things, I need to get rid of them. You know, Absolutely. I, need to- I, I fully agree. Yeah. And it's not just re- removing toxic food from your life or things like that. Because, of course, when you're working all the time, you're eating what's available and you're not paying attention. But it's also removing toxic habits. Yep. I started reading before bed now. Completely different thing than watching TV until I fall asleep. So it completely sets your mind in that sense of time to shut down I'm going to bed so we got to look at those different things and and being present in our healthy habits more often i like that absolutely <laughs> all right so do you have a favorite mantra or phrase other than your catchphrase of fit is the new rich
1: my favorite my favorite quote is by from Bruce Lee and it's be like water
0: oh yes yeah i love that
1: yeah absolutely i i think that just it, it it sums up it sums up everything. It can apply to all areas of life. So you know you put you put water in. The, he he says he goes through this video. He's like you put water in a cup. It takes the shape of the cup. You right. put water in a bag. It takes the shape of the bag. So whatever you and and what that looks like in my own life is just being able to adapt to certain situations. Water water is really calm in a lake, but it also can like burst pipes. So you know it, right. it you know that that just shows like our level of of like temperance and, 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 and how much energy that we can have, you know, we can be really calm, but also we can breathe, be really energetic, yes. you know? So I think that, um, I think that's, that's, that's important to have that balance.
0: Okay. So let me ask, what is a fun fact that you want to tell us about yourself?
1: What are the fun facts that I want to tell tell you about so, myself? Give
0: us, give us a fun
1: um, fact. Um, in my mind, I'm still an athlete. The fun facts. I don't know. In my mind, um in my mind I'm just waiting for that 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 moment when Oprah gives me a call and I'm like, all right, I'm out. (laughs) Um I used to train with the Marine Corps Youth Foundation when I was in high school. I actually uh won first place in the nation, my senior of high school in Cardozo High School in Queens. Um yeah, it was first place. I I sprained it's so funny because I sprained my ankle really bad like a month before. So i had crutches going to the event and, um, I ended up winning the the entire event, but I was using crutches because not, not to like kind of throw people off, but I wanted to stay off my ankle. So, um, that's always like really fun thing of mine. I used to model. Oh, I used to model for rock aware. I used to do some modeling not fitness modeling with straight fashion. And fashion. this was, and this was runway too. I used to do like runway shows, Excuse but yeah, me. you know, um, I really love to travel. I've been to about 22 countries so far. 22 okay. countries. Um, which, among them is like Thailand and Iceland.
0: Which was your favorite?
1: My favorite country that I've been to so far? Yeah.
0: The
1: Perfect. most interesting, definitely Iceland. The most interesting, okay. definitely. I, I've eaten some weird things in Iceland. I had, yeah, eaten some weird things in Iceland. Um, definitely Iceland. Glacier hiking was fun. Um, probably... You said the m- most interesting, my favorite.
0: Yeah. What was your favorite place to visit? Uh,
1: S- Greece, Santorini, Greece. Oh,
0: that sounds yeah. wonderful.
1: Seeing the sunset was 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 uh, was amazing. I love to experience different cultures. So those are like fun facts about me. I've been to Turkey
0: hmm. as
1: well. I've been to Istanbul. Um, so, yeah, I've been, I've, just as recently for our honeymoon, honey, honeymoon, uh, you call it, it was two years after we got married. Um, I actually went to Italy and I went, to, I saw the Sistine Chapel. That was like, that was oh. amazing because you see those things in books. So yes. it, was, it was just like, it's breathtaking. I can't even like speak about it. It's just, it's just something that everyone has to experience. Like seeing it in the book and mind you, like my family is not by any chance. I didn't grow up like, you know, we, we, our furthest trip in as a child was to Virginia. To like Persian Park, like nice. wherever they have out there. Um. So yeah, you know, just as of lately, I started traveling a whole lot more. It's like one of the things I love to do is travel and to see the world, different cultures and things like that. But yeah, seeing that was was big. So I'm a huge travel fan, and um, and the the probably the most fun fact, And I don't say this often to people. I don't say it in like social media. I guess people can kind of like, okay, he's trying to do something here. If I was not doing my dream job, my first dream job, which is what I'm doing now, my uh-huh. dream career, I would be doing I would be a stand up comic.
0: <laughs> I can't believe that, really? <laughs> this is why I your really Instagram love comedy. Stuff is I'm fun. a huge yeah.
1: comic com, comic buff and I go to I go to like different comedy clubs, comedy shows like all the time different standups. So um if I wasn't doing fitness, I'd be a stand up comic.
0: I love that. That's Awesome. I would have never thought that of you, even though you are funny. I mean, your social media stuff is hilarious. Like, I, don't get me wrong. It cracks me up. Thank you.
1: I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm holding on, like, just in case. Like, right, right. You know, so I'm waiting for Oprah and I'm waiting for Netflix to give me, like, a stand-up comedy <laughs> job. They're like, hey, we got a spot. We got an extra spot. Kevin Hart canceled. So, <laughs> you know, like, we just need somebody to kind Listen, of fill in. Like, don't what? go too crazy. And then...
0: here, Here's what I think you should do. I think you should get in and train with Kevin Hart. And when you make him laugh, make sure the cameras are rolling so that that's how you get in. See? There yeah. we go. I love it. Yeah, okay, I like got it. you. There you'll we go. The funny I'm going to keep that in, the in gym. mind. Yeah, you be the funny man in the gym. You can make him and Tank laugh. You, you get it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I, I love it. Thank you so much for coming all the way to your computer and joining me here. Let us know where we can find you, what's coming up, what you want the people to know.
1: Um, like I said, you can, you can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, at Mr. Underscore. Make it happen. Um, losing tone fitness, L O S E the letter N T O N E.com is losing tone.com. Uh, the website, um, stay tuned. I have more events coming up. Um, I just launched my online coaching program, so I have an online and in-person, uh, training program. So you can check it out at losingtone.com. Uh, check out Losing Tone Fitness on all social media platforms as well for workouts, nutrition tips, and uh, all things plant-based poppy. So, I love uh,
0: it. <laughs> who's going to be a maybe real someone
1: asked me if, if I'm gonna if my wife and I were gonna do a cookbook because I love to cook. I mean, another fun fact. So maybe that might be coming out. Who knows? Like I don't know. Well, sky's sky is the limit. They, Absolutely. as Absolutely. You know?
0: put no limitations on yourself because now you can do it and interlude jokes in the middle of all the recipes. I love it.
1: That's it. <laughs> That is it. I'm going to keep all of this in mind. Thanks. Yes. I'm I'm,
0: I'm a wealth of information. Now that you're a dad, you can put dad jokes in the baby cookbook. Hello. Listen, let's make make it happen, Mr. Make It Happen.
1: Oh, good. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Thanks so much, Devon. This was a pleasure. Well, my friends, the time has come. I want to thank you all for tuning in and listening to the Be Your Own Health Hero podcast. Don't forget to tell all your super friends that they can find me on their favorite podcast platforms, on Instagram as BYO Health Hero, or you can email me at info at beyourownhealthhero.com. Please like, subscribe, and share. I'm your host, Joe Martinez, and until next time, I'm out.